Hi everybody, it's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Trigger Underground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in to find out all the latest news. Let's go Rangers! Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Monday, December 13th. My name is Jim, and as always, I'm joined by on the other side of the glass by the one and only Eddie Geik. Eddie, it is Monday, and that only means one thing. Take it away. That's right. The Rangers have lost a couple games in a row. What will happen? What will ensue? Well, they didn't lose two in a row, right? They lost one, and they got two or three. Two out of three is bad. Ranger fans are jumping from buildings, ready to become uh, dissidents of the New York Rangers as they're fleeing in droves. No, they're not. What is happening is that the New York Rangers are not scoring, but what are they doing? They're hitting, and they're hitting. And you know who's doing their hits? The newest villain in the NHL. That's right, Jacob Truba, and he's all odds for the big price of $10 million or whatever you get paid. <laughs> First, he lays out Chicago's Jaja Binks. I mean, Joja Hawk Harry, whatever that guy's name is. And then he delivers a giant hit on Luke Coonan. And then, even before that, he kills Nathan McKinnon. Can it be stopped? Can Jacob Truba be stopped? Can this losing ways and not scoring goals be stopped? You'll find out in the next seven hours of the <laughs> Underground show with Jim and Eddie. Now the I Nic turn it over to Jim. Yes, the Nicholas Nickleby of podcast or video cast. Yes. So before we get started, I just wanted to say hello. An old friend of ours, an old friend of the viewing parties, Mike Vaza. The Vaz man. I heard from Mike Vaza the other night during the game. Mike was under the impression that we'd stop doing shows. 
What? He thought we were he thought we were off the air. His his iTunes hadn't updated since since we came off blog talk. I said, Oh, we switched you gotta pay you gotta pay attention every week to what's going on here. This isn't like uh, you know, this isn't like Star Wars where you pick it up thirty years later and you don't miss nothing. Right. This is like this is days of our lives. You gotta watch every day. You gotta be in the know. You gotta know what's going on. You gotta keep up. Well, you, this show is fleet of foot. We're in constant motion, always moving forward. It's like technology, it's constantly updating. So I, I showed Mike where we are now. I showed Mike how to get how to how to continue to get our podcast. He's probably got two years of shows now built up in his Wow. But he said this absolutely made my day to know you guys are still around. Still around. Yeah. So here we are. So, Mike, good to hear from you. He's looking forward to seeing us at the next viewing party. Oh, good for Mike. Oh, good, good for, for you. Good for you. Well, I'm glad Mike is going to be back in the fold. Dude, you're talking about oldies but goodies. I got a surprise for you. Oh, I and do like surprises. For you Patreon people, Ooh. I uh, posted a video. Of uh, the most recent Ranger Crisis, which gotta say, really haven't been keeping up with. <laughs> the last one was done at the time of the Kevin Shattenkirk signing. <laughs> so, the Islanders have the Islanders have played in three other home arenas since the last time Eddie did, Eddie did a Ranger Crisis video. So guess what? Blast from the past. Now I th I think he was I think he called into the old block talk show. But he was on a Ranger Crisis video, and he commented, glad to see you back or alive or something. Uh, do you remember Fred the Grump Wadnicki? I sure do. I remember the, the video he or the phone call he made from the – he lived in L.A., right? Right, yeah. Fred the Grump Wadnicki. And he, he – Was he, he was, the guy – he was the guy that took like a veggie wrap – Hidden up he his ranger jacket into the uh, into the where they I guess they were at the Staples Center by then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Remember he commented? Was it when was that? Uh, long time, that's a long time ago. 2010, 2011. It couldn't have been any later than that. But right. he he and and he called. Uh, I remember I remember one call into the show. Here's my description of every Ranger season. They're good. They suck. They're a little bit better. They suck. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they suck again. Then they're a little bit better. Then they suck. They suck. They suck. They're a little. <laughs> they're a little yeah. better. But I think our, I think he called us like live as he was heading into a Ranger game, or yeah. he took a video or something. And he's and he's and he's going into the arena, and he's got his his veggie wrap stashed up his jacket sleeve or something like that. I saw him at a Ranger game in New York one time, <laughs> and he did the same bit. Like he snuck all kinds of stuff with aluminum foil wrapped in aluminum foil, and he didn't. <laughs> he wound up not spending any money at a game. Hey, that's how that's how it works. Yeah. So uh, it was uh, it's it's been a uh, coming back to home for several people who have lost touch. Well, good. Some guy was like, I can't believe I saw this come across my feed, a Ranger Crisis video. Now, if you're a Patreon 
subscriber, you got to see that wonderful video. It is very good. Uh, of uh, some of the underground desecrating. And, the and there's, a, uh, there's an appearance by uh, members of the band Ferret. Yes. And, Brand, uh, and uh, uh, Tony and uh, Tony's in the Tony's in the wig, right? Right. Yes. Right. Okay. I thought that was him. And, and uh, the, great, the, the master, master of brutality. brutality. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 we couldn't believe we we're at the same game and uh, I mean at the same event, and then uh, just like we got to do something. So that was that. So thanks for the memories, fans. I'm glad you're finding. Uh, uh, you know, I'm glad that you guys found us and are finding us again now. Uh, yeah. Or have never lost us. Or they never lost us. I'm glad that, you know, we're still in their hearts. They're still thinking about us. Right. Fond memories. <clears throat> uh, so, uh, what do we got, Jim? What do we got? We got a lot to unpack. We got sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe sheet. Well, we, sometimes yeah. maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Well, I mean, we, yes, we is, we is, we is, <laughs> we are in the middle of a little bit of a funk. Uh, <laughs> I, I misspoke there. Uh, we're in a bit of a little funk. Uh, there's some off eye stuff going on. Uh, there was a dancing Larry Brooks wrote an article that. I don't know where he's going with that article. Yeah, but why did I? I don't know. Well, go ahead. Go ahead, and then no, I'll no, no. Go ahead. I, you, you, you. Well, I. The thing is, Larry's just Larry's doing what a what a what a what a columnist does. He, you know, he's he's trying to write an article that to make people think, to get you thinking, to get you get you think, get, get your thought process going, and he's it was mere speculation. I mean, nowhere did Larry say. The Blackhawks have put Patrick Kane on the on the trading block, and the Rangers have been in constant contact. All he did was speculate: what if the Blackhawks, who have had a who have had a a horrendous season from a PR standpoint, from a front office standpoint, what if they decide to rebuild and decide to do it with their biggest player by moving on from him and seeing what they can get for him? Would the Rangers be on interested? And and he speculates, and I'm fairly certain he used that word, speculates, on what it would take, what it would take cap wise, and all these. And, and then he got these moronic fucking blogs out there, like NHLHockeyRumors.se or MO or whatever the hell they are. They they write it like it's gospel. Like it's a real, like it's a real right, like article. The, the talks are in the, the the talks are in the making. Right, you and, do it. And, and it just and things just spiral from there because then somebody else. Oh, everybody's got to keep up for your for your page hits. So, oh my God, this guy wrote this article. So now I got to give my take on this rumor. And then it just and it's a telephone game. It starts as just a guy sitting at his typewriter or his laptop thinking, "What if." And writing an article, and then people, by the time it's done, it's a complete rumor. I saw people arguing about it in our Facebook group. It was just speculation. I mean, it's just, what would it take? How would they do it if it even happens? He has, he had no, there was nothing in his article that said the, the Blackhawks are going to move on from Patrick Kane. They're putting him on the, the block. 
<laughs> I guess we fell for the bait. I fell for the bait because I'm leading with it tonight. But the, but the fans go crazy. Well, we 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 always talk about. We're not just about the team. We're also about what the fan base is is doing, right? And it's and it's infinite insanity. <laughs> yes, everyone's admiring my my heater back there. It's a little chilly. It gets very chilly. Yes, I'm I'm FDR tonight. Um, it gets very chilly in the in the downstairs of our house where I do the shows from uh, this time of year at night. So I had to fire up the heater, and yeah, it, it is a nice aesthetic, right? It's like I got the Yule yeah, log going. I like it. Yeah. Right. I you got know a little. Uh, the most famous speech was. I'm gonna do it for you. Ready? FDR's I'm, most most famous speech. In one of his famous speeches, I'm going to. Since I was a history major way back when, I've been in war. And I've been in Eleanor, and I'll take war every time. <laughs> That's my FDR bit. <laughs> Eleanor Roosevelt was not the most attractive pe person. She's and I think she, was, she played for the other team as well. Not a handsome woman. That's the speculation, yes. Speculation. Shows you how much that history. Did you ever see that? Since, we're, since you brought it up, did you ever see the Ken Burns documentary on the Roosevelts? Some of it. Fantastic. I, it's fake news. I don't believe any of it. You don't believe any of it? No, no, I'm only kidding. Yes, I've seen I've seen, I've seen most of <laughs> You don't believe we went to World War II? You don't no, believe no, that? no, I, I wasn't there. It was all staged in Hollywood. <laughs> it's all what? It was staged in Hollywood. <laughs> no, I have... Uh... <laughs> I, uh... uh... Yes, I've seen it. It's very... Anything Ken Burns does, you know, is going to be quality for the most part. They didn't even call it polio when he was diagnosed. It was infantile paralysis. Wow. I think that's what I'm the fans got now. <laughs> infantile no, they have infantile analysis. Yes. <laughs> that's what, what they have. Saying he married his first cousin? They were fifth cousins, I believe. Oh. She I was know. she was Teddy's niece. Ah. I've been and to the Teddy Teddy Roosevelt home. Oh, have you? Stayed out here on Long Island. The, the one in Oyster Oyster Bay, right? Oyster Bay. Oyster <laughs> Bay. Oyster Bay, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, very, very cool. All <clears throat> right. So I, I, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, the speculation by Larry Brooks. Go ahead. All right. I, I was just going to say. Now, uh, Patrick Kane is still a, uh, a viable player right now. I know this is not going to happen, but I just want to—I want to prove a point here, or just kind of uh, pretend here. We're playing a game of pretend. So in this situation, you—you you have some of the comments about uh, Eleanor here are just ridiculous in the chat room. She wasn't a handsome woman. No, she was a she was a rough rider, Sean McKenzie. <laughs> she was a rough rider. Uh, so in this trade, this supposed to, uh, what's what's Patrick Kane now? How old is he? About I, well, that was one of the things I, I can't believe. It. Patrick Kane's thirty three. Like how the hell did he get to be thirty three? He was just like eighteen, wasn't he? All right, New York Ranger Mike is saying. I see. See the exclamation points in the period. He would not do this trade for for anything. There is that he is not gonna make a trade for a 33-year-old Patrick King. And 
as the opening salvo of uh, sound bites, you know, sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Really, what would the Rangers be giving up in this? They would be giving <laughs> Dan Murphy. <laughs> He's got it right. I, I stop looking at the comments. They derail me every show. They would be giving up Campo Caco, who apparently is, is, is untouchable. Vitaly Kravtsov is playing with Tractor in the KHL. Uh, who cares? Okay. Who really cares? You'd be giving up Niels Lundqvist. Oh, our sixth defenseman. He's just <laughs> lighting it up. And I think it was a draft pick. Is that correct? A 2022 first-round draft pick. Yeah, that sounds about right. Now, I'm not saying I would do this trade. But is it a trade? Again, we're in pretend world. We're in rumor, nhlrumor.org.net.mo. What's that, Missouri? I don't, yeah, it's from, it's from Hannibal, Missouri. Yeah, Hannibal, Missouri. Some hockey blog from Hannibal, Missouri. Right. Uh, Where Harry Truman was from. So we're talking presidents. It's presidents. Actually, he was from Independence, I think. Wow. Anyway. Pretty soon we get Franklin Pierce into the fucking conversation. <laughs> Anywho, again, why is this trade such an abomination we shouldn't even consider it? The fact that we have ruined every young player. They don't <laughs> every play one of them. Every one of them. And the only <laughs> one, and again, I don't want to... Uh, Take a jab at Sean McCaff, but Buknevich keeps getting points game after game. Please. Uh, so I think, again, is it really that bad of a trade? I mean, I know Lindgren has some upsize, but upside, upsize. That's a double entendre. He's going to get bigger. But why is this so fucking out of the... Is Kako a sure thing? I mean, Patrick Kane, I know what I'm getting with Patrick Kane. And Pat, Patrick Kane with Panarin is sick. It's sick. He's only 33. Okay. So, Jim, give me your thoughts. We're now going into hockeyrumors.net. Uh, so, well, I guess Larry's speculation was, would you get Kane if it cost you Capo Kako? Nils Lundqvist, or one of the other young defensemen, Vitaly Kravtsov, and a, and a first-rounder. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, <coughs> would I do that? I probably would. I probably would. And, uh, but then, then, then comes all the cap ramifications, you know what I mean? They, they would have, have to – yeah, they would have to eat like 50% of Kane's salary. Yeah, I mean, uh, Kane makes ten million dollars a year, doesn't he? Ten million. Ten million. Oh, I don't. Wow. Well, I, you know, I've said for years. I mean, we learned, we learned as as youngins, as younglings. Uh, you know, when you think, when, when you legitimately think that you have the the pieces to make a run, you do whatever it takes. You do whatever it takes. So I 
I guess the point and and with some of wait the hold on let me but let me ask the question because i'm going to add this question is our mike because he is saying you're giving up too much mike if i tell you right now if i tell you right now that the rangers would trade that if the rangers traded uh what, what were the names i gave you okay if the rangers traded kako nils lundquist Kraftsoff and their 2022 first rounder for Patrick Kane. And they would absolutely definitely, I'm, I'm telling you, I have looked into the future and they win the cup in June. Have they given up too much? I'll ask that question. If they do that and, I, and they win the cup, is it too much? Is there such a thing as win the cup? Well, I think Mike probably figures they're not, and I think the point of the article was that doesn't put the Rangers into cup contender, even with Kane. Okay, that's fair enough. It's debatable because the Rangers right now are going at a pretty good clip without Kane. Now, we all know this is uh, one quarter of the season. This is uh, uh, easily could go in the other direction if something were to happen. Uh, I will trade you my mother's ashes if I thought we'd win another cup. Wow! (laughs) Actually, I can't do that. I don't have them. Yes, mom's in the ocean. (laughs) No, I mean, there's not much I wouldn't do either. Right. To go to that parade again. Right. And kids, these things don't come around every year. We're not, uh, you know, we're not, we're not a dynasty. No. You know, <laughs> Mario would trade the statue in a heartbeat. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's ever going to happen. I don't think so either. I mean, I, I just can't see it. It would be good for Chicago because they can take a lot of the focus off their issues and they could be the young and dumb uh, and full of, you know what, Chicago Blackhawks. But uh, have some uh, nice, fresh faces to market. For a rebuild. Yeah, plus know. Chris Drury would also actually have to make a real move. And since he's frightened, that that could be a trade that could be, you know, either a big win or a real horrible loss for the Rangers. Right. You know. So. I'll take Steve Valaket in net if you're guaranteeing me a Stanley Cup. <laughs> I don't think that can go hand in hand. We won a cup with that guy in that. Uh, I know. I listen. We all. I see what you're saying about Patrick Kane. He's a game changer. Well, maybe some of our game changers better start improving. How about Mika? This is like. Uh, I mean, I'll, let's start with him. I mean, I know he's picked it up a bit, but I really don't want to hear about he's playing a. A two hundred foot game, and <laughs> that really what they pay him for? They're not paying him ten million dollars to back check and beyond Erickson. <laughs> just give me, just give me the hundred feet. Just give me the front hundred feet. feet. That's, That's right. what I care about. We got right. other guys to play the other hundred feet. I don't care about the. I don't. Care. That's that just sounds like such a Tortorella thing, like. Like the other night when they talked about Chris Kreider first coming on the scene in that Ottawa series and scoring those five goals, and, and I said, I said to Jen, "Yeah, but they don't mention that all Tortorella did was complain that he doesn't block enough shots." 
Right. <coughs> ah. Great comments. Yeah. Roll of the night. DJ Selkie. I don't want you for your defense. And now this is becoming uh, becoming a trend with this guy. As we remember, the two years ago, I don't know if it was partial seasons ago, whatever they were, he scored all his goals in the second half. Uh, well, he led the the league in goals, I think, in the second half of the season. And then last year, he was, uh, you know, ungats. I mean, just nothing. And now we're back to it again. Except except against bad teams last year, right? He he feasted I think that's on the kind of a knock on him, Jim, right? He sure it was last year. He feasted on like Philly and Buffalo. Buffalo, I think. Somebody. Yeah. Then I have to look the at his Devils? numbers again. So uh DJ Selkie better get his freaking uh his his one hundred feet game, like Jim said, right? It's all we care about. I don't. I don't mean all him. I care about. We don't care about your defense. First of all, you can't win a face off. Nobody can win a face off on this team. Again, the deadline. They got to get somebody to win face offs. I know. I'm yeah. gonna say it every <laughs> show. 12, 12 points against Philly in two games. Two hat tricks and the two six point games against Philly. A hat trick against Buffalo, two goals against Washington, two goals against Boston, uh, and then another, and then uh, a bunch, of, and then just about uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, one goal games, and then the rest was all donuts. Hey, numbers don't lie. That's what they say. I mean, he hasn't looked as the futility meter isn't as bad as it was last year. I mean, he's getting some assists and all this, but they, he needs to put the plug in the net. Yeah, he's five and sixteen. I mean, it's it, twenty-one points in twenty-seven games, which really isn't bad. But there's not a lot of. He's got to be. You got to switch. He's got to have like at least ten goals at this. Even point. that up a little bit, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so. The Meekster, I feel, uh, uh, definitely, he's in the radar right now, Ranger fans. They're, they're looking. They're looking for a whipping boy. And when you got that big payday, you got that big payday, you better produce. Oh. Can't coast around and giggle it up with crides. Right. He's giggling. He's smiling. Don't smile. You better not even smile unless you score a goal. I want you miserable. Until you start earning that money. By the way, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to alarm anybody. But on the subject of Chris Kreider, only two goals in his last eight games now. Well, here we go. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Only two goals in his last eight games. Like, there's no way he could keep up that pace. Just saying. I know what you're saying. He, you know, he had some chances last night. Unfortunately, he got robbed twice. He, he got did. absolutely he got robbed. robbed. Those those uh, those saves that Soros or Soros, depending on which of our announcers you listen to, was was made. I mean, he was fantastic last night. 
Fabulous, Sam. He was wonderful, fabulous. Any other Hollywood word you want to use? You want to hear how like pol politically correct this world has gotten? And it's noisy. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, well, I'm just no, going to share. Well, it's concerning me. I mean, it's so nauseating. Uh, I was on a message board. I think you know what message board this is. I'm not even going to mention the message board. And I was railing against Micheletti. <laughs> and people really get upset when you make fun of the announcers. It's like this. They do. It's like this allegiance they have just because they're <laughs> your announcers that you must love them. There's nothing wrong with them. But I'm sorry. When the Rangers are losing or I'm frustrated with the Rangers, the announcers become the enemy. They, or, or they become the laughter that eases my pain as I'm watching a game. And I think we all can, can agree here in the eight, 1,800 people who are in this chat room today. They're they're shoving each other aside in this chat room like the uh, like the Japanese subways. <laughs> oh, politically incorrect. SRO, it's standing room only here in the chat room. Now here's my my thing. I wrote that Joe Micheletti really, and I Sean McCaff, and I think me and you definitely, and most of the people here. Don't like when he uses the word fabulous. We feel it's not in the hockey vernacular. Is that correct? Would, would we be in agreement with that? It, it's a tad dainty, as Jerry Seinfeld once said. Right. It's a tad dainty. And I was making the comment, <laughs> and it was an innocuous comment. I had no, like, trolling or venom behind it, that this word was more appropriate for RuPaul's drag race <laughs> than... Uh, a National <laughs> Hockey League game. This had to be uh, what I don't. What, what the hell is that? That hockey? Uh, what's that? Um, I can't mention it. I'll be banned. <laughs> you can't mention it. You'll be banned. <laughs> HF boards, hockey's future. Uh, HF boards. That's what I couldn't. Remember, I could not remember the name of it. So next thing you know, there is a kerfuffle. That <laughs> apparently I am anti LGBTQ. Because I've made this comment. And why did I pick that specific show? Next thing you know, my comment gets deleted. There's a big uh, discussion. And then all the following comments get deleted. And it's it's a much ado about nothing. Why? Do I get mad? No, because frankly... We live in a fucking wild society. The world's gone nuts. That if you do watch RuPaul's Drag Race, which I do because my wife likes it and I, I, I watch the show. All right. I like it too. Okay. I like it. You will hear the word fabulous <laughs> a lot. Right. I'm, I'm sure. Never watched it, but I'm sure. But this uproar that I get from the Rangers fans about criticizing Sam or Joe. Now, I have always been into announcers, not in a romantic way, 
But I mean, I've always loved announcing. That's why I announced high school basketball games. That's why I announced uh, college basketball games for Gonzaga. For many years, I was with Gonzaga before they were popular. Where is Gonzaga? I don't even know. For Stony Brook, you know, uh, you know, I totally, I get it. But that's my thing. I am so. I listen to other announcers. I You're a student of the broadcasting game. Right, exactly. Football announcers. We all have our favorite football announcers. I mean, this is something we do. We, I'm doing Howard Cosell at the beginning of this show. I'm into announcing. So, to me, we got the bottom of the barrel. We really do. I'm sorry if you're just used to turning it. I know this is so. We still gotta, we still gotta cover the games. But just, I just wanted to get, you know, I know what's good and I know what's bad. And these guys gotta go. They got to go. I know you used to seeing them. They're always there, but they gotta go. We can do better. That's all I have to say. And he wants to build back better on the MSG network. Anything. There's got to be a youth movement. So. You're never going to get, I mean, you're just going to get somebody, you're just going to get one corporate shill after another. You're going to get somebody who doesn't want to, you know, you're just going to get Giannone. If Sammy hangs it up, you'll get Giannone. I guarantee it. They're not going to hire, they're not going to hire a, a true, Hockey broadcaster, they're going to hire somebody who's going to toe the line. That's that's what you're going to get. So disappointing. Why do you think Ron Duguay is not with this broadcast? Not affiliated with this network anymore. He was too critical. They said the ratings, or remember Dug said that the the producer told him the ratings are down. What ratings? <laughs> ratings. Ratings. So. <clears throat> anyway. Okay. Now, thank you for letting me. Uh... I Jermaine. saw Trout with, uh, he's selling uh, falafel now outside the garden. He's got a cart. He's got a shopping cart with the frozen pretzels. Oh, I love those pretzels. Half frozen on one side and completely burnt on the other. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> totally not, not even remotely warm. I think, Kenny, I think Kenny Albert's so busy with everything he does. I, I don't I don't think he would have time. I don't know if he wants to do it. I mean, he I don't know how many games he misses on the radio, but it's gotta be quite a few. I mean, he's busy with football and <clears throat> yeah. you know, yeah, Duguay made the comment about oh yeah. And also Chris the meat. Dugay, there's no bigger lover of women than Ron Dugay, and he gets slammed for a comment he makes about women. Yeah, I know. He uh Ron Dugay has laid more pipe in that town than Manhattan plumbing. Wow. <laughs> and uh Chris Demeet also at one of our, our last well, second to last viewing parties, I think, followed Dugs into the men's bathroom and said he wasn't well hung. <laughs> Investigative reports. This is stuff you're only going to hear on this show. Yeah, really. All right. This uh, is why we've lasted 12 years, kids. That's this right. This is how we've done it. 
So anyway, so anywho, let's get so back. let's let's circle back to Jacob Truba. Yeah, nah. he, in that that uh, that Chicago game, which the Rangers just wound up blowing the Blackhawks out of the water, six two, I think was the final in that game. And uh, we could we I actually have the video if we want to. Take a look. Yeah, take a look. I, I I had some thoughts on this game. Uh, and this is actually the uh, this is actually the Chicago feed. So you're gonna hear Edzo and Pat Foley, I believe, doing. Look it up on the internet, all you that don't know. Oh, oh look out! Oh, big hit! Oh man! And uh, with his head down, Truba just uh, lit up the hot player. And... Oh, man. Oh, and uh, with the internet, all you that don't know. Oh, oh look out. Big hit. And uh, with his head down, Truba just uh, lit up the hot player. And... Or Jar Jar Binks off the ice. Oh, how cool that is. He's pretty evident. The impact that Jujar Kara has had on that locker room and his teammates, look at this. They all, they all want to get there. Look it up on the internet, all you that don't know. Oh, look oh, out. And uh, with his head down, Truman. Just uh, lit up the <laughs> Okay. Perfectly legal hit. Perfectly legal. Juju Kara, a.k.a. Jar Jar Binks, just sent into another solar system by that devastating hit. Truba is a, a solid, solid man. I mean, he is, he is thunderous. You're like JD there, solid man, Sam. <clears throat> what do you want me to say? He's built like a brick shit house. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I got, I got you. I mean, he's he he's lays the lumber. Notorious hitter. It was a, it was a beautiful, clean hit. And uh, you know, it's it sucks the guy got hurt, but keep your head up. What can I tell you? That's you know, it's funny because. <laughs> There was a little bit of argument. I was, again, watching some other outlets, and they were like, well, you know, the player's prone there. Why would you go after him? You're taught. I mean, I don't know if they still teach it, but if you're looking at the puck, you're taught to fucking lay that guy out. He has now made himself prone to be body checked. Right. And I don't like the fact that people want to say, oh, we should have took it more easy. No, no. This is a contact sport. On you know, they're trying not to make it a contact sport, but if right. you do it legally, which he did, and there were some people saying, Well, you know, he he didn't have to extend his arm a bit. What you, this happened in a millisecond. Right. And he did everything cleanly. Right. He didn't go for the head. He didn't leave his feet. Totally clean. But you know what? The sound effects by Braden Hunt on the bench by doing that kabong and those noises, that was unwarranted. 
the Rangers should have not done those noises as it was happening. <laughs> That's uncalled for? Dryden Hunt. Dryden Hunt, rather. Yeah, that, that noise. Dryden Hunt shouldn't have done that. <clears throat> yeah. There's a legal hit. The guy's going to be fine. Wow. If he remembers who he is. <laughs> right. <laughs> that Wiz, Wiz Khalifa, whatever his name Wiz Khalifa, this reminded me, believe it or not, of a hit, and you might be able to find it. And this wasn't certainly the same hit. But Mark Stahl hitting Matt Stajan. Matt Stajan. We were at the game. Yeah, that's right, Jim. We were at that game. That was a colossal, devastating hit where I was like, holy shit. This is like, now we never saw that from Mark Stahl again after that game. By the way, Mark Stahl is in the COVID protocol for all you Mark Stahl fans out there. Let's see. You got the staging hit? At this stage in the game. Me and Jim were at this game. We were at this game. I believe you and I were on the other side of the arena. By Brandon Prust. In love. Getting it to Stajan. And Stajan got wiped out by, Mark, by Stahl. Mark Stahl. Look at this. That was, I'll tell you, that was scary watching this guy try and crawl across the ice. And Stajan hurt. He's being checked out. Help to the, and gets up and bent over. He's able to skate to the bench. He made the pass to his left, and I think he was still looking that way. There it is, that way. And Stahl was, he actually hit him on the other shoulder. He hit Stajan so hard he blew the hair off his head. Straight at him. He hit, he used his watch, he's coming straight at him. He hits him on the other shoulder. Left shoulder to left shoulder. Now. You know what the the rules that have changed? He came from the front. You know they right. You don't want to blindside. It was a north side hit, not an east west hit. Fabulous hit. Actually, Joe's got his compass out now. He <laughs> north south hit. This was more east south east. Pulled himself in front the of the stage and then came out. How young he was. Oh, look at him. No beard. Less that grizzled. Is, that is well, I think before the concussion. Here it comes again. Stall on the right. Beautiful. Wow, that's just a wow. good solid hit. And again, you you're right. The whole team came to the middle. Attack him. I mean, there was a scrum afterwards, but now you make a clean hit. The other team wants to kill you. You got to be ready to defend yourself. And I wanted to talk about that because last night's game, the Rangers. In the first period, I mean, they were they were bullied all over the ice. But all clean hits. But, you know, the Rangers took it and then came out in the second period and, and responded. You know, and, and responded. Instead of every clean hit needing a response from three guys. And, you know, I, I, don't, have a, I, I don't have a problem. You know, I mean, you don't want to see your team get pushed around, but I don't have a problem with Nash. I mean, Nashville had 20 hits in the first period. Yeah, That's, they they, they they brought their uh, physical that's, game. That's that's hockey. Yeah, the Rangers that's didn't hockey. start a fight with guys. They, they right. played similar game. And uh, 
And then, and then he you goes know. and he, he hits McKinnon, and then you got the next thing you know, Gabriel Landeskog is taking him on. Right. Is taking Truba on. What is this nonsense? And Truba's ready for it. Truba doesn't yeah. back down from a fight. You want to you throw hands with Truba? He'll throw hands. Didn't he beat the Blackhawk guy to challenge him later in the, after the hit? Uh, Stillman, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he Stinky beat the guy Stillman. up pretty good. What's that? Stinky Stillman. <laughs> Stinky Stillman. <laughs> Matt Stillman, I think. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, he can throw it, man. I don't know. I, this guy is becoming quite the way he stands up. I keep wishing that a little bit of this would rub off on Keandre. Because Keandre, not that he has to throw a big hit, but Keandre is such a big player that maybe he feels like, well, I'm playing with a guy who does that, so I don't really need to be that guy. But we'll see. I want to hear where uh, Sean McCaff is on Truba now. I know, I know he's been coming around now, after this last week. Oh, he keeps making these ridiculous miles. He keeps moving the goalpost. <laughs> now it's if he gets three Gordy Howe hat tricks in a row. <laughs> you got, I mean, you got to admit this season, the first twenty-five games, this guy is just—he's been great. He's everything we wanted. You guys wanted Bookaboom. This is what you got. Bookaboom wasn't the—he wasn't an awesome fighter. He could certainly do well. And I wouldn't say True was that great at clearing the net as Bookaboom was. So maybe I'm going a little too far. But the hits. Oh, oh Ricky O's got something against uh, Keandre Miller. Uh, he must be talking to Paulie D. <laughs> A lot of people are talking about the Nashville coach, John Hines. This, John this Hines. seems to be the hairless cat. People, Mr. Bigglesworth. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Uh, B in the house. Dr. B in between patients. Right. Uh, but a lot of people, I saw most of the game thread last night was about <laughs> John Hines and his appearance. All our game threads are like that. They're they're just they're, they're, it, extension of the show. It really is. It's just an extension of the show. Yeah, not worth the money, but playing well. Then what's worth the money? <laughs> not playing well. Uh, playing well is what you expect. Frankie would love Truba. God bless you, Frankie. God bless you, Frank, wherever you are. Uh, some Hess gas station in the sky. <laughs> don't even exist anymore. I got rid of that, too. Uh, so let's let's break. Let's go. Let's break down the Chicago game. I had uh, these are my thoughts. This is Georgie boy's first game, right? Right. All right. Let's say, uh, guys, you got to admit, we weren't, uh, you know, you know, we weren't not very trustworthy of Alexander Georgiev's goaltending. We weren't all that excited about uh, the possibility of a week of 
Alexander Georgiev. I think that's a fair assessment. And uh, with Kincaid in the protocol, we had Adam Suxka. <laughs> I've seen the rolling of the eyes already. Husky. Colorado's still scoring on that guy. Holy <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Whew. Well, the Blackhawk game, I remember there were a couple of thoughts I said. I got to remember these thoughts for the show. Yeah, take notes. Yeah, I was too lazy to get off the couch. That's a basic big boy. Big boy. Uh, I, I always feel like, you know, the Hawks have been playing a little bit better. I mean, you know, Mark andre Fleury, to me, is one of the best. The guy is playing at such a high level uh, that I don't think any game against him is a gimme because he's, you know, he'll bail you out right. like uh, nobody's business over there, big boy. And um, so the Hall of Famer, right? Hall of Famer. Bye. Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's super Hall of Famer. And I uh, was a little trepidatious. Is that a word? We'll go with it. Uh, my uh, Charlie Ospie Spumanti just said yes. It is a word. I was a little, I, I was a little trepidatious about this game, but I was easily proven wrong by our New York Rangers. Uh, here are the comments. Maybe you can look up the uh, the goals because I, I don't remember who scored when they scored. But I would, you know, I said to myself, uh. You know what? This Patrick Nemeth, I mean, he makes Mark Stahl look like Bobby Orr <laughs> as far as offensive skills. But I got to say, this guy has been steady as a rock back there. I mean, he can't do anything offensively. He's got Bree Walker hands. But he, no matter who they stick him with, He's been a solid acquisition, much better than I ever thought, Jim. What do you think? Serviceable. I, I think he's. I think he's a, a good a good guy to have right now, while they kind of, you know, while they kind of work out the kinks with all these young defensemen that are coming through, like okay. Andre Miller and Lundqvist and uh, Zach I'm, Jones, if he ever gets here. Zach Jones, if he ever gets here, I'm fine with Nemeth. I mean, he's is he? He's not great, no, but he's fine. I feel like he's he's steady. He's That's solid. what you want. Yeah, he's fine. Uh, he's he's been to, he's he's very good on the penalty kill, which is one of the reasons they brought him in. I mean, the Rangers penalty kill has been good. Um, Rangers actually trailed in that collar in that uh, Chicago game. They were down two to one. After uh, first round pick Kirby Doc, oh yeah, scored to give the Blackhawks a two one lead. That was Truba opened the scoring in that game, and then Panarin tied it up in the second period. And then Chris Kreider got the Rangers going in the third, and and the route was on. <laughs> the route was on. Oh, I think Kevin that was Rooney with his sixth goal of the year, more than a Mika's manager. Oh. And Panarin again, and then Barclay Goodrow with his fourth goal of the year. Was I remember the Kreider goal was really nice. It was a tip-in, wasn't it? Or a yes. deflection right in front of the net? Yes. And I want to talk about the game of Chris Kreider. I know he's only got two goals in his last, what, eight games? Slumping. According to my uh, beloved partner 
in uh, hockey broadcasting. Uh, that is a slump. Uh, but for me, and, and he really... I, I didn't say it's a slump, but it's but it's a caution flag. Right. When we're talking about a guy who's had a career like this, all you know... All of a sudden, he's red hot, and he's scoring every night. He's scoring twice a night, you know, and then all of a sudden, you look up, and you're like, oh, shit, now it's only two goals in eight games. Okay. Makes you wonder. Are we going to see well, another goal in 2021, or is he done scoring for this year? Well, <laughs> the Rangers' power play did not look good last night. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it looked good in the third period. Uh, I mean, the Rangers really came on in the third period last night. But I'll go circling back to the Blackhawk game. Uh, Dalman Bushman is taking Nemeth knocked a, in a puck into our own net. You know how many New York Rangers I could name that have knocked a puck in our own net? Na- name me Everyone. a Ranger defenseman that hasn't done that. <laughs> I'll wait. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's just part and parcel of being a New York range of defense. I think every defenseman does it at some point in his career. Yeah, I mean they're always scrimming. Although I will say Adam Fox is like the best goalie for a defenseman. Whenever they pull their goalie, he's blocking shots. He's fantastic. I can't say enough about him. He's a wonderkin. That's a good word. He he really is. When I see him on the ice, I don't care who the opponent is, what the matchup is, I know he's the best player on the ice. Do you know yeah. that? Do you know yeah. that? I'm saying it now on this show. So uh, just absolutely fabulous. Um, so so she, the Chicago game showed me a couple things. Show the Rangers could face adversity. They faced a good goalie. They overcame it. Uh they got the lead and they just poured it on in the third period and just really coasted to an easy breezy lemon squeezy uh win 6-2 victory and uh, now let me before we go to we're not I don't, I, i'm assuming we probably won't talk too much about the colorado game but going into the, the that pair of games which i believe was tuesday and wednesday of last week Right. What was your thinking regarding the goaltending? If you were assuming that Georgiev wasn't going to play back to both games, back to back, wouldn't you have rather have seen Huska against the Blackhawks and Georgiev against Colorado? Or I actually or, think opposite. So you're okay with the way game, Rickles did it? What? I don't. This is Rickles. What's that? What did you say right before that? I said you were okay with the way Rickles did it. Putting, oh, Rickles, yes. Playing Georgiev against Chicago and then yeah, sucks her again. Yeah, you had to get him in right away to see where he is. They're playing a okay. so-so team. He's been a little bit hot. Let's see where he is. Let's gauge him. Fair this enough. Is, and they're playing the Avalanche. Second night. You know they're going to be a little bit tired. Why, I don't know. They're all supreme athletes, but whatever it is, it is what it is, as they say. Um, the Avalanche, they score like, they score a ton of goals. They also give up a lot of goals. 
I figured, let's let him be the sacrificial lamb. Throw him in there. Maybe he plays lights out like every other rookie goalie does against us. Right. And maybe get dumb luck. Why play George on consecutive nights? We need him for the other two games we have in the week. Uh, you know, since our last show or whatever. Now, I did not see this game. I was at a, a wrestling event. I'm glad I didn't see it. The reviews weren't too hot. Oh, it was a shit show. So you tell me what happened. What what made this game a shit show? Well, I mean, Husker just couldn't stop anything. They were they were terrible defensively. Uh, I I guess they were tired. I, you know, that was uh, three games in four nights. I think. Uh, Truba scored early, and again, the Rangers actually had a lead in this game. Truba got his sixth. And then Nils Lundqvist got his first career goal. Oh, this was his first then. My wife yeah. said to me, oh, I think that was his first. I go, I, I don't yep. know if it is. And then a, uh, I think the Avs had a five-goal second period. And uh, that was it. Um, how was the, how was the uh, Lundqvist goal? Uh, it was a it was a nice slap shot. I think it was over the I think it was over the left shoulder of the goaltender. It was a la- it was a laser. It was a real. We look at it if you want to look at it. Yeah, sure. Oh, but then he has that silent shot that you can't hear. That's what Joe Micheletti said in preseason. He has a shot. It's a quiet shot. Right. That doesn't. Really, that's not really a good. Last night, he said uh, that when Julian Gauthier has the puck, you should just shut up and watch, and I wish he would do that. <laughs> I wish Joe would take his own advice. Um, uh, hang on with Julian Gauthier last night. There we go. Share the audio. There it is. Uh, Soto. <laughs> Chris Cavallis. I love this one, his comment about Huska. What did he say? Poor lateral movement. I've never seen a worse goalie. Oh, I can show you some. <laughs> okay, here we go. Heedle, Lafreniere, and Kako. Kako has the puck. Out to Truba. Now Heedle to Lundquist for the shot. He scores! Yeah. Kemper. Kemper smile on the kid. Stephen Bowe has that puck right now. Here's the puck to Jim Ramsey. Left side of your screen is Lundqvist. Eventually he'll take the, the pass from Heedle. Heedle did a nice job stopping the pass from Tuba with his skate. Don't get me started on Heedle. Put it over to Lundqvist and a hard rising wrist shot. What a I shot. like it. I like it. Philip Feeble. That's a great name. <laughs> Philly Fe- Philip Feeble. Can, I, can we start on Philip Feeble? <laughs> I don't care how old he is. I don't care. This guy cannot convert for shit. Last night, he had three shots. He missed two of them. I don't care if they say it was deflected. I saw misses. And then he didn't get the third one. Okay, at least he got it on net. But this guy has a history of not hitting open nets. I mean, come on. We can make a low light reel. <laughs> About this guy not hitting up, goddamn! Just, just not finishing. We're, we're, we're in year four of of Heedle, aren't we? Yeah, and he's only eighteen. 
<laughs> He's only 18. <laughs> it's his fourth season, isn't it? I don't know. I don't care anymore. I don't care. I'm sorry, you can't be on a kid line if you put four years in NHL. <laughs> sorry. This is fifth year. Fifth? If you count two thousand nine games in 2017-18, this is fifth year. This is his fifth year in the league. This guy's got 37 goals in five years. Did he play? Did he play under Woo. AV? What's that? Did he play under AV or no? He must have. Right, this is his third coach. The tail end of the tail end of AV, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He's bothering me big time. Heedle Bailey, <laughs> Philip Feeble. What's his faceoff percentage? I might be trading him for Kane. Uh, <laughs> 40. 40 percent. He is Bad. a career thirty nine point seven percent on faceoffs. He's terrible. How do you draft a center in the first round that can't win faceoffs? I mean, come on. Didn't they scout this? Such a whiff. <laughs> Is he really? The fourth longest? Ten yeah, I guess he'd have to be, right? Who's been there longer? Just Kreider and Zabanajad? He played, he played under Francis. He played under Emil Francis. <laughs> well, Jimmy. I don't know, man. I mean, uh, you know, you got to do a little bit more. You can't cut. You got to capitalize on your chances. He's getting very frustrated. I'm getting very frustrated. Uh, uh, you know, I, I'm a little frustrated with all the all these young guns at this point right now. I mean, you know, Lafreniere got a goal the other night. I know, but they never seem to do well at the same time. Right. <laughs> Right, like Kako is good, and then Lafoniere is bad. Then Lafoniere is good, and Kako is not so good. It just go, it flips every other night or every three nights. When's the you know, when's the breakout going to happen? When's it going to happen? I mean, we got guys, there's players all around the league. These guys committed the league first year, they light it up, and now we're in year three of Kako, year two of Lafoniere, and we're still teaching them how to play the right way. Yeah. Well, <coughs> the only solace I take is like a guy like Troy Terry on Anaheim. Here's a guy who was drafted in 2017-18. It's taken a while to get to get it. Now he's got like 17 goals. I don't know where he was picked. But maybe some of these guys just take longer more. Does, does every one of them have to play for the Rangers? Every guy that play takes a little longer? I don't know. Who knows where this story oh, ends? You stay just a little bit longer. I don't think. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of that, I read something very interesting over the weekend. Really? There was an article. Uh, there was an article in the Post about Greta Garbo, who, for those of you that don't know, was an, was an actress in, like, the 1920s, and she was one of the first big stars when, when the talking pictures came about. The talkies. Right, the talkies. 
Well, apparently Miss Garbo was quite the uh, uh, she liked sex. We'll put it that way. Oh wow, man! Quite a word. She, she didn't care about the gender. Oh, so she she dipped her she, toe in and both ponds. In all ponds, married, straight, gay, man, woman didn't matter. Anyway, well, in the early fifties. She left Hollywood, moved to New York City, and kind of stopped doing movies. And according to this article, after she moved to New York until the time she died, which I believe was 1990, she was a New York Rangers season ticket holder. She I loved going to Ranger games. How could you not recognize her? She wore that black hat, and that she was always in disguise. <laughs> she was married to Ron Greshner. She was married to Ron Greshner. Ron Greshner even stiffed Greta Garbo <laughs> on her alimony payments. Yep. <laughs> how did you find this out uh, it was in this article in the new york post there's a book oh. coming out about her and 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 that was just kind of like the, the, in the last paragraph <laughs> so the rangers disappeared as well as greta garbo for the right right greta garbo well did not know that is fantastic if she was there now, the Rangers would be putting her up on the celebrity cam every night with, with uh, you know. What celebrity go to these games anymore? Well, they put up that, ra that, that Megan Rapinoe, whatever the name is, that soccer player with the purple hair. They put her up on the screen. Everybody booed her. Yeah, they don't like her politics. What about uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.? Is he going to the games anymore? This is, what is this, 1993? I don't know. What about that Margot Robbie? She hasn't been seen. No, no. She didn't like Quinn. Really? <laughs> said, no, I'm just kidding. Oh. Come on. I don't know. Mario Morgado didn't like Quinn. She was but just a... a wasn't she just a playoff? You know, I'm here for oh. playoffs. She was like a playoff hanger-on? Right. She's not a real... Come on. She's not like McEnroe or or. How about or that Boomer. Michael Rappaport? What do you think of him? You don't oh, like I can't, him. I can't fucking stand I knew him. that. Uh, he has his he, hands he, is, he is on the list of instant Howard shutoffs. If I hear his voice, I uh, turn it off. Swipe up. Turn off the app. Wow. I'm, I'm jealous of Greta. She saw three Stanley Cups. <laughs> God, you should be an author, Sean McCaff. Right. Oh, oh look at me. I wrote a book. Look at me. I wrote a book. I'm going it's into like, that. Oh, look at me. I wrote a book. Yeah. Go in that premium oh, room. When I go to that UBS arena. Um, oh, man. What the hell were you? We really off into freaking crazy land. Right, Greta Garbo. Uh, we were talking about the uh, well, the Colorado game. We were kind of finishing that up. Then there was the Buffalo game. Oh, boy, did we get away with one of that. We did. That was highway robbery, and it finally found out. Uh-oh. Darwin's saying Rappaport is really funny. I can't understand him. He's I, I got to disagree with you, Dr. B. The man is completely talentless. I, the thing is with him is that he is, he's just everywhere. Like he's got to be seen. He's got to be heard. He's with the Knicks. He's on. Right. Howard. He's always showing up at Knicks games, right? Yeah. And the Rangers, 
He's not funny. He's a terrible actor. He's fucking terrible. His uh, can't stand. Like him in Copland, can't stand him. No, he's the worst thing. They should have. They should have thrown him off the bridge in Copland. (laughs) I was like, make it real, make it real. Wow, Tony Luigi agreeing with. But I love that movie. Go to lunch. You um, blew it! You, you deaf fuck! You blew it! <laughs> That's a good I tried to help you out, but you blew it! The uh, Greta Garbo, man. I mean, I think half our audience. Can we get her on the show? Could be. <laughs> Could be. Tony, her and Tony Mecca next week. The big ragu. Oh, Eddie Mecca. Eddie Mecca, sorry. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Uh all right. Oh, he, oh, that's right, Matt. He's a he's a he pretends to be into MMA. Eddie Mecca, we salute you, the big ragu from rags, from rags to ditches. <clears throat> and uh no, I don't want to talk about these commercials. Sean, you're right though. Okay, so we're in the we're going to Buffalo. Right. This game is like I fear this game. Although if we had Mackenzie Skapsky in that, I would have been more confident. But Georgie gets the call. I think and you know, um, you know, I'm waiting for the Tage Thompson experience. But really, Buffalo is bad. They got nothing. They got nothing. Going. They're in like their seventh rebuild since we've been doing this show. Right. But for some reason, they play the Rangers tough. They always do. It's always a tight game. And uh, it just, you know, the Rangers kind of escaped. They were up. It looked like they had the mood. They had the mojo going their way. And it was, what was it, 2 nothing? I think. Uh, yeah, it was 2 nothing in that game. And, and Buffalo then scores. Buffalo scores. It makes it 2-1 with what a, what was left in the game? Not much. Oh, five and a half minutes. Five and a half minutes. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it's like the, the anus starts to pucker tight. Right. Now I'm paying attention. I'm, uh. Now I'm worried they're gonna lose. I'm right back to like frightened mode. You know, you're paying attention, like, but no, it's the new Rangers. They close out games. I, I was just on the last show saying, yeah, you know, the Rangers. This isn't the old Rangers. They don't get, they don't uh, fall apart at the end. They forecheck you to death, and then what happens? Score and. They don't know if it's a goal or not. That takes 15 minutes. Rickles seemed to know right away they were offsides. How he knew they were offsides 30 seconds before they scored that goal. Boy, he's a mad genius, isn't he? True. He doesn't even know who's in the Rangers lineup, but he knew that. <laughs> he's he's Simon Bar Sinister behind that bench, boy. He knows everything. <laughs> but the goal is allowed. First, they review. Now, Toronto reviews this, right? Now, how much left was in the game in that one? Uh, five minutes. On that second goal? Oh, the second goal. No, I'm sorry. The second goal, 
it was it was just under a minute when the when the puck went in the net, and then they put about thirty seconds back on the clock. So I'm like, holy shit, this is gonna we're going overtime with these guys, and who knows what's gonna happen now? Rangers aren't exactly the greatest overtime team in the league. Right. Although I think they could run with the likes of the Buffalo Sabres. As a matter of fact, I think most peewee teams could run with them. I mean, uh, you know, I think it was Victor Olofsson who scored that goal. I'm not sure, but um, I believe you're right. And they go to Toronto, right? This is like a, we're going to Toronto. This is no challenge. We're going to Toronto at first. Right. And it comes back. Good goal. Right? Then, um, did it come back? No, I don't think so. Yeah, it came back that it was a good goal. But then, Rickles is yelling it's offsides. Now, I don't know if there was a challenge or Toronto initiated the offsides thing. Can we uh, get a clarification? I think that I think that went right to Toronto. Okay. Because of the timing. I think because okay. it's late in the game. So I could be wrong about that, but I think you're right. Now, the play was clearly, I mean, almost as offside as you could get. I think it was Rasmus Dolan was was offside. I mean, he was two feet in the fucking zone. Yeah, he was four. Right. But the ruling is that they can't do. That review. Once that re first review by Toronto says good goal, that's where it ends. Doesn't make any sense to me. Doesn't. But apparently, unless I was tricked by a fake meme, the NHL apologized to the Buffalo Sabres for allowing that to happen. Now, Jim, you're not looking like you're agreeing with me. Did you see that apology? I was I was just looking for the here's the uh, I just posted it in the chat. Oh wait. Determined. Here, check that out. Determined. This is how I understood it, but then again. The situation room. Doesn't Wolf Wolf Blitzer in the situation room? Yeah, right. So there, there, there's the the expo It was goal was overturned by the Situation Room, but I saw like an official comment by the NHL that they screwed that up. And you know what was funny was that the, um, you know, the refs go over to the to the booth there where they have the the tablets, and. There were there were only nine thousand fans in, the, in this game the other night, and I think eighty eight hundred of them were Ranger fans. And there were only Ranger the fans behind that booth, looking over the shoulders of the referees watching the replay, and all the Ranger fans start going nuts behind the booth because they saw the guy was offsides. What's up, Johnny Prestano? The great one. Okay, from Hollywood, Florida, corroborating that he did see the apology from the NHL. So we caught a break. Right. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. From Colin Campbell. That I did see. 
So the Rangers actually don't get screwed. Right here. That's a, I'll take those points, baby. That's right. Who's the uh, who's the wrestler who's did right here? All that the suck it guy. Yeah, who was that? That was the NWO. I don't know who exactly did that. Oh, it was NWO. I didn't follow that wrestling, that wrestling. Oh yeah, they need Howie in Toronto. Forget about it. Yeah, there will be no referees left after he <laughs> he evaluates them all. Right. Twelve years we've had to deal with Howie and his Tim Peel fired, Wes McCauley fired, that the Shandar fired, linesman Shandar Alfonso, Brittany Norton is in the chat room. So the Rangers go on and uh, they escape the odd in Buffalo, wherever they're playing. But that Buffalo franchise stinks. Yeah, they're a disaster. They were horrible. Horrible. Thank God Jack Jack Eichel wanted out of there. He was smart. So now we move on, I guess, to last night's game, right? Right. I mean, the Preds came out, man. They meant business. The Predators are a good team. They are. They are. They're well put together. Um, you know, they don't take shifts off. Georgiev played really, really well in this in this contest. But Soros played better. And the Rangers didn't turn on the gas until the third period. And then they couldn't convert. I mean, they terribly outshot the Predators in that third period. Yes. And couldn't put it past the goalie. I don't know. Sabres, the New York Jets. I don't know. I I I, I go with the Jets. But uh, uh, too little, too late. And Soros made some incredible saves. Incredible. He did. Saves. And some highway robberies. What are you gonna do? So, We've been on both sides of those games. Yeah. You're not going to win every game. I would have liked to see the Rangers uh, uh, have a little bit more uh, offense, power play, whatever. But you lose, you lose. You move on. Right. Would like so, to have seen them win last night since they have Colorado again on Wednesday in Colorado. Yeah, so. Colorado's been rolling too. Right. Can't and, stop uh, that Andrew Burakowski with the hat trick last night. Colorado and then Arizona on Wednesday. That's night. a layup. Better be. Sorry, Paul Gaduzzi. But that, that Coyote team is one of the worst ever. What's their goal differential? I, I got it here. You said it was minus 50? Something? Yeah, minus 53 going into this, into tonight's. Action. I don't know if they're playing or not. No, nobody's really playing, I think. So, in 27 games, it's freaking horrible. Five and 22. Five wins. That's almost Islander like. And they've lost five in a row. 
and the Islanders continue to stink. There'll be, be a lot of Ranger fans at that game Wednesday night. A lot of friends of mine at that game Wednesday night. Rangers better take care of business. Now. Now. I posted. What did I, say? what did I say? I said Tuesday, right? Didn't I say Tuesday and Wednesday? Well, that's tomorrow. I posed to you. What are we going to do with Georgiev now when Shesterkin is back? Well, yeah, I mean, really, when Shesterkin might be back tomorrow, right? That could, could uh, be. Mr. Vague is not giving days. He's skating, but, uh, you know, you'll have to talk to the, the, the trainers for that. You're the head coach. You don't know what the hell's the situation. Matt, I hear that uh, beers at that Arizona Rangers game on Wednesday night, beer is going to be $30 a can so the Coyotes can pay off their tax bill. Oh, come on. The delinquent. The landlord. The landlord's a knocking. I think it would be great to just see. Uh, I think it would be great if, if they just showed up at the arena on Monday and there's an eviction notice on the door, just taped to the door, like with masking tape. Maybe it's center ice. Official notice of eviction for Maricopa County or the city of Glendale, I guess, is actually who's doing it. But got to oh, win yeah. that game Wednesday night. Uh, so what? So the answer to your question is, um, well, I don't know. Maybe he's played well enough to generate a little trade interest. Look at it. If you had. But then who's the backup? Not Adam Huska. Kincaid. Fine. I, I, I've seen all I need to see of Adam Huska. It looks like it. I mean, I didn't see the game, but I see your reaction. Adam Hartford. Say hello to, say hello to PC Labrie while you're there. <laughs> you rather see PC Labrie in that? <laughs> okay. If you look at Igor's stats, what is he, like 6-2-1 and one or... Five, two, and one or something. 28 and one. Wow. He's having that great of a season. Like uh, like Ron Guidry numbers. Uh, he is he's 13 and three. This year? Yep. He's not. Well, 13 and five. This year he's played half the games? Yeah. What game have we? 18 games played. Wow. I didn't think he played that much. Yeah. What's his goals against in uh, save? 2.05 is his goals against, and his save percentage is 937. Oh, we're talking about Shesterkin, aren't we? That's who you asked about. Oh, I mean Georgiev. I want to oh. trade Georgiev. I'm like, no, he's played that many games. You I'm said what are Shesterkin's not? I know. You know, sometimes I, miss, I misspeak, Sam. <laughs> I apologize, Jim. Pardon me, Sam. Georgiev is five and two with a two eight five goals against and a nine oh two save percentage. And that that goals against is pretty impressive when you consider it was, I believe it was either just under or just over four when Igor was hurt. Right. So all of it's you know, the save percentage is going up. The goals against is going down. 9-10 is about where you want to be as a goalie in this league nowadays. He's I would say that he has some trade value now. 
How about we uh, go to hockeyrumors.pizza.de and uh, start a rumor. Georgia. Start a rumor? Yeah, let's get Georgiev for something. Georgiev for Kane, straight up. Just heard it. <laughs> Kane. Evander Kane, maybe. Evander Kane. <laughs> maybe Kane the wrestler. Yes. So would you be uh, would you object to that kind of thinking or do you think that keep him as an insurance policy what do you guys think I I don't think I don't think he's I don't think he's happy when he's not play you know he's not happy being a backup He thinks he could be a starter I still think you know that him as an everyday goaltender for a extended period of time I still don't think that best suits him, but I don't think he's. I I, I think it might be a little, you know, a little something up here. Well, yeah, well, I mean, they're all the goalies. They're all a little stunad, but so. Uh, but I'd be fine. They can get something for him, and you get something for him. Bring up Kincaid and what Adam Hunker could be king of Hartford. Adam Hunker shit, right? Roll on the night, trade him before he walks for free. Right. I Darwin Bushman. Saying trade Georgie now while he looks good. Right. What would you get? Say you had your pick of any type of player other than like a premier score, because obviously you're not getting a premier score. What know. would you get? I don't know. Probably worth a guy like Dryden Hunt. Right? Third or fourth line guy, maybe, if you're lucky. Yeah. If you can get somebody that really needs a goaltender and maybe has a couple extra of those type of guys. Brian Boyle. Yeah, maybe him, yeah. Maybe a guy who can win face offs. Like just he only could do is win face offs. So right. maybe another Sammy Blay type. Yeah. I mean Rolo says sixth round pick and future considerations. Jeez, you're getting nothing from him. He's a goalie for Christ's sakes. I mean, it would be nice to get his salary off the books too. Since since Larry Brooks says we're getting Patrick Kane. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I think we got to go face off route. I don't know. I'll do some more uh, investigation. I'll find some. Because last couple of years ago, I wanted Jason Spez, and everybody said, oh, he signs. got to know movement, calls, all shit. So, fuck. I think ten, he's, ten oh, years he's, later, he's still playing. Yeah. I think he's actually, his contract coming up. He's like 61. We should get right. him. I don't care. Win a fucking face-off. Right. Get freaking uh, Doug Jarvis in here if I had to. Like... Russell Fedotenko, good ranger. You know who's still good for the ranger? Uh, I mean, ex-ranger? Nemestikov. He's on Detroit. He's got like seven or eight goals. Jason, Jason Spezza, 38 years old, still wins 52% of his faceoffs. Get him in here. Then he goaltending while they got Jack Campbell. Who's their backup up there in Toronto? I hate to Michael, say you. I hate to say it. That Toronto team looks pretty good. Name Stinkoff has nine goals and six assists. Right? How many Rangers got nine goals? Couldn't, another guy. Ranger fans couldn't wait to get him out of town. 
That was a contract, though, right? He had a, he had a $4 million contract or something. $4 million. $4 million. He had a bit of a ridiculous contract, but. He was all right with the Rangers. He was part of that. Was he part of the McDonough? <laughs> was he part of the McDonough trade or uh, some other trade with Tampa? Uh, yes, he was part of the McDonough trade. I don't know, Marazic. Uh, that's kind of Marazic and Georgie. I think are interchangeable. I think Marazic's a tad better. Got to find some pla place to to put him. Every San Jose. Uh, I don't know Rhymer's playing, but well, but I don't know. I'll come up with something. I'll have something on the books. All right. Ed Guy Hockey Rumors dot pizza dot net <laughs> dot pizza. We'll have that. All right. You want to talk to Costa and then we can wrap this up? Sure. Three, All right. two, one. There he is. Howdy ho. Howdy ho, my friend. What's up? Hockey's for everyone. That's why Eddie gets a hard time with his comments. That's why you can't hit anybody anymore. Hockey's for everyone, don't you know? Is it really, though? Fuck out of here. If hockey's for everyone, why are there only 9,000 people at the Buffalo games? Yeah. Because obviously sucks. everyone's not going. Because the team sucks. Uh, quite, a, quite, quite a few empty seats at uh, the, you know, the world's most famous arena this season. The world's most expensive arena? I get it. I get a daily update on the attendance from the great Mike Smith. Yep. Because pe people don't have don't have the bread, man. But again, they want but they want to give Eddie a hard time because of his comments on the fucking HF boards. Everybody wants to get all all huffed up because because um um Truba um ran somebody over like a fucking freight train. Come on, enough, no mas. All right, for everybody, right? We can't. Um, we got to be politically correct, and you can't hit anybody. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I agree with you. I think it's gotten a little, you know, as you said, it's been homogenized, pasteurized for your protection. Pasteurized, homogenized, and sanitized for your protection. Yes, that's the famous coastal line. And he's right, the hockey. And I don't get what these reactions by the other players. I get maybe one guy, but the whole team's got to go after a guy who lays out a clean hit. I mean, I guess they they feel that uh, you know you can't uh, you can't hit anybody. Now, if they hit one of our guys and um, and we turn the other cheek, um, we we lose our shit. Well. When do we play Washington? Because I can't wait for this time. Uh, who cares, man? What do you mean, who cares? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried. Um, hey, we're playing well now. Let's worry about we play well, well we now. Got shut out. What? We need vengeance. It's in our DNA as Ranger fans. <laughs> Tom Wilson must, his face must be in a bloody pulp. Oh, him, him, and, uh, him, him and Mr. Uh, Mr. Suban. Mr. Subban. And take out Brad Marshawn while you're at it. They need to be corrected. You know, you know what I mean? Yes. When are they playing Washington, Jim? Fucking March, April, I think, right? 
Yeah, I don't think they play him for a while yet. They played him the first game and then I'd seen him until April? February 24th. The day after my birthday. Oh, the late birthday present is coming. Uh, we'll see, man. We'll see. Oh, we better. Because I guarantee you, as soon as as soon as Reeves hit the ice, his ass goes right right to the bench. He better That's follow the bench. What? He better jump the bench of the Capitals and start pummeling. <laughs> or a gun. <laughs> I don't want to promote gun violence. I'll be accused of that. But uh, things have to be settled. There's debts that need to be settled, Costa. Yeah. Uh, but what? Uh, but uh, that Tom Wilson must pay. But I can't believe it. February 24th. Wow. I will be celebrating. I will do a special dance that will be videoed. If that guy gets his ass kicked, not that I really like a voodoo, hopefully a voodoo dance. A voodoo dance, yes. Yeah. The only dance I do is a voodoo dance. You put a little, put a little hex on the, on the capitals. Well, I like to beat the capitals. Maybe somebody can cover Ovechkin in that spot uh, that he scored seven hundred goals from. Uh, wanted to ask you this. So you, you're content with the Rangers just winning? Let's let's give a round of applause to Ryan Reeves. I mean, this guy I think has been has been really good for the Rangers. I mean, I never saw this coming. I heard from some luminaries that he's slow and this and that. I see no evidence of that through the first twenty five. I, I, th I think he lit a fire under the whole team. I think he's got he got in there and says, "Hey guys, you gotta you gotta start messing mess you know." Start mucking things up a little bit. You gotta start, you know. You gotta start, uh, you know. Stop right. being, um, stop being pussies, for lack of a better word. Right. And I think his play on the ice has been surprisingly good. Yeah, and he, he made some moves. really stellar passes. How about his passing? Give it up for his passing, guys. I mean, this guy is. We've had some, you know. Tough ombre, so to speak, but had no skills on the ice. This guy's got some skill. Great John Scott comes to mind. Oh, boy. Yeesh. John Scott was terrible. Although he made the all-star team that one year. So um, people, Matt Morell is asking, what kind of supplements do you have, Coast? Apple cider vinegar gummies. Flintstones vitamins. <laughs> you don't have any, any of that Tibetan finger hash? <laughs> oh, rhino not. horn powder. Rhino horn powder. Bony goat weed. <laughs> what's uh what's the gummies for? The uh the apple cider vinegar helps uh me um uh, how do you put it? Put it politely. Um when let's just say when nature calls, helps you when nature calls, if you know what I mean. Keeps you regular. No idea. When nature calls, if you, you know. Cleans you out. What? It cleans you out. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was the other nature. <laughs> Things of another nature. Uh, yeah. Well, so but that, it, 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 the, it, um, it keeps you in peace. No, I don't want to hear any more on it. No, we're done. Okay, 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 okay. We're talking about Reeves. Yeah. So, 
Kudos to Chris Jury for getting Ryan Reeves in here. Love Barkley Goodrow. Although he's not Adam Graves, he certainly is. Uh, a, you could see him contributing night in and night out and doing his thing. Uh, he's always smiling. Yes. Barkley Goodrow is always smiling. And he seems like he chirps up the other team a little bit, too. Yes. Yeah. So... I have to say, I guess now, I guess now, I guess the toughness is is starting to pay a little dividends, huh? A little bit, a little bit. Still, uh, because, because this team, this team was 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 fucking was charming soft for too many years. That's right. I still am. Yeah, who's, who's gonna Who's gonna score goals, though? I'm still asking that question. Yeah, that that was Jim's big question. And you know, and and, and you know. First twenty-two games of the season, Chris Kreider's carrying the team and goals, and everybody nobody's worried about it. All of a sudden, Chris Kreider stops stops scoring. Nobody else is scoring. So yeah, it's great, but you got to have both. Got to be tough, and you got to score goals. We need Panarin to. We need Mika because circles way back to Mika. Mika's got to put that puck in the net, and and the young guy. You know what? I'm. I'll be honest. I think Mika needs a new a new playbook. I think everybody's figured that this this guy this guy out. Honestly, yes, we need Kako and Lafonier, and we also need. <laughs> yes, Eddie and I are going to walk Costa out on the ice with a leash, and he's just going to stop and take a dunk his back. Oh, it's almost a nice big dump, like a big log, you know? <laughs> oh, jeez. Can we move on from this disgusting stuff? I'm trying to talk hockey here. Wow. <laughs> Cilium husk. <laughs> so, anywho. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh... Uh, I don't even know what the fuck we were talking about. What were we talking about, Jim? The goals. Oh, where the goals going to come from? Yeah. This is where you can use a guy like Pavel Buknevich, who's on the first line with St. Louis now. Almost a point a game. But we had to get Sammy Blay. Enjoy, oh. Ranger fans. You got to see some hits. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, I can't continue under these <laughs> this chat, <laughs> this chat room. These work the best. They're the best. Yeah, they are. They like, a, like an anaconda snake, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, God. I have to go. I can't. All right, Coast, any more thoughts? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, all right. Well, brother, take care, my friend. Help, help. Uh, yep. Until next time. Until next time. Ah, this conversation has gone down the toilet. George Van Horn. Wow. Just wow. This <laughs> All right. So what's going on with the Rangers now? They're playing Colorado Tuesday, which is tomorrow. Right. Yes, we've determined that tomorrow is indeed Tuesday. Uh, Colorado tomorrow, tomorrow in Arizona Wednesday. Home for Vegas on Friday. Then they are off for four days. Then they play the Canadians next Wednesday night at the Garden. 
Then they are again off for four days as they take their Christmas break. Ah. And then the week of Christmas to New Year's, they play Detroit at home, and then they go to Florida for the new year. They're in Florida on the 29th and in Tampa on New Year's Eve. Wow. I don't like those New Year's Eve games, Jim. I got. Some- I went to one one time in the city against Quebec. It was an afternoon game. It was like a 1 o'clock game on New Year's win? Eve. Because they usually don't win. I think they won that game. Yeah. I have I had some bad New Year's Eves around the Rangers in the 70s and 80s. Maybe some of the 90s too. We'll have to do a breakdown of that. But well, another show in the books, Jim. I don't know how we did it. I know how we did it. <clears throat> These fans here in the chat room had me laughing, had me in stitches most of the night. And uh as they often do. Of course, you. And uh, yeah, let me ask you a question. How does this Hulu work? Like, I have Hulu, and I see, like, hockey games on there. Can I just watch it, or do I have to some, have some Hulu Plus or some shit? I'm honestly not sure. I don't know. I've never. Uh, December 31st, 1987. Rangers 6-1 win over the Quebec Nordiques. Wow. James Patrick, Don Maloney, Brian Mullen, James Patrick, Lucien Deblois, and Ulf Dahlen were wow. your goal scorers after Mike Eagles opened the scoring for Quebec. Mike Eagle Snacks, as I used to call him. John Van Beesbrook in net for the Rangers turned away 23 shots. Joe Cotroni's right. The Rangers always lost on New Year's Eve when I was <clears throat> Not that one. Not the one I went to, baby. No, because you had good luck. You're right. Good luck, John. How's it feel that Ulf Dahlen scored in that game and his son is now playing? Right. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it, you know, football, a lot of guys, you know, whose fathers and some of them, their grandfathers, we watched, you know. I know. That's why I, I do like that about hockey. I don't know how, I mean, I don't follow the other sports all that much, but. It seems like there are a lineage of players, fathers, grandfathers, you know, stuff that played in the league. I don't think that's true in baseball or football or maybe football a little, but basketball. Yeah, I mean, football to a certain extent, yeah. Yeah. So apparently Uh, some games are on the Hulu basic package. Cool. Oh, yeah. And I know they're on ESPN Plus tomorrow night. Okay, so is that the one Messier uh, does to shit that thing, or does he do that anymore? I think it's ESPN, yeah. All right. Well, I'll look forward to it. It'll be my first game I've watched on ESPN. Well, there you go. So, uh, yeah, Howie's right. We're fucking old. That's how come we remember this shit. We're old Not hockey fans. fans. We're, we've become the Ranger fans the young guys used to laugh at. Yeah, but, you know, but we're hip. We still remain hip. We're now the ones providing the Ranger comedy. Yes. We're not, you know, like no, I we're used to love going to the garden when I was younger, and you'd listen to the older guys who had been there for years and been fans yeah, for 40 like years. They were hysterical. Back. But they were hysterical. Meanwhile, we were younger, and we were taking like every shift so seriously, and they would just right. like, That's how Cutter is. Did Cutter flip out at that Colorado loss? 
Some loss, yeah. he went nuts. Yeah. Why? Uh, I don't want you on the show. Don't come on the show, you banned. But you're banned. again. Again. But why were you so upset that the Rangers dared to lose? I mean, it's going to happen. What do you think? We undefeated the rest of the season? Right. So, all right. All right, my friend. I think that uh, that just about does it. We've said it all. Right to see the people in here. Uh, so I uh, we can come back, I guess, either next Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, I'm down for Monday. Do our Christmas show. Yeah, I put a Christmas hat on. There you I'll go for a teaser to get people to come back. <laughs> All right, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast. If you miss us, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, or you can download the Podbean app and get us there. You can support the show at www.patreon.com slash blue shirt underground show. Thank you all for being here. Eddie, always a pleasure. Love seeing you. You plug the Patreon. The whole bit. It's all good. In our neighborhood, we love you guys. And I hope you love us half as much love us as half as much as we love you. Let's right. go. And we hope to have some news on a viewing party soon. For now. Good night, everybody!